Hi, this is Lindy, the creator and host of Lindy's Audio Cafe, a podcast focused on positive and thought-provoking stories. Life gets busy, and in the race for happiness, we sometimes forget it's often the smaller things in life that truly matter. My podcast is focused on the stories that don't make tabloids, the basics that make you smile, the kindness of people who help make the world a better place. Yeah, we need a bit more of that. But before we get started, please be sure to hit subscribe on your podcast app so you don't miss future episodes. Thanks for listening. Well, hello there, and welcome to Lindy's Audio Cafe. My name is Lindy, and I'm absolutely delighted to join you once again today. And guess what? This is my 21st episode, and I'm excited that we've made it along this far. I think today we're going to be actually focusing on World Poetry Day. That's kind of exciting. That's a day that's celebrated in March. And I love poetry. I've always loved poetry. And believe me, it's more than roses are red, violets are blue. If you weren't here, what would I do? There's a lot more to poetry than just that. Poetry has so many different styles. And there are people who are very educated in the world of poetry who can tell you what style is what. I can't tell you that. I just know that when I write poetry, it comes from my heart. And I think if you're an audio writer or a poet, uh, any kind of an author, I believe things work that way for you. When you want to write, you have to do it when the mood strikes. And that's how it works for me. I've often called myself a little bit of a closet poet because I do write a lot of poetry, but I don't often share it with people. I usually just keep it behind the scenes. I learned to ride a motorcycle at the age of 52. Yeah, that's right, 52 years old when I finally got that motorcycle license. It was so exciting. I I mean, it's one of the most exhilarating experiences I've ever had in my entire life. I loved riding that motorcycle. And you know, it gave me a sense of self-confidence that I was really lacking. And I wasn't a hugely experienced driver in larger cities. So just learning to ride this motorcycle was a major step for me in my life. I came home one day and, you know, I was talking earlier about when you really have an urge to write, sometimes it just hits you and it could be an experience that triggers you wanting to write. And one day after a great ride, I was just feeling so on top of the world and I wanted to sit down and write about my experience. Out came the poem called Lady Rebel. And it was titled that way. Um, I was riding a rebel motorcycle at the time, and I felt like a little bit of a rebel. So here we go. I'm going to share this poem with you, titled Lady Rebel. Signals work. Check. Flashing red beacon in the daylight. Brake lights confirmed. Safety steps learned. Helmet straps tightened and red clasp secure. It stings to be whipped with flying straps in the wind. Riding gloves, armored pants, and boots to protect me. Leave the careless moves for the foolish at heart, ready to ride. Life is a journey across the miles. Wistfully gazing in the mirror and I see the changes. Wisdom hair frames my temples, eyebrows that no longer show until I pencil in brown. Distinct lines near my eyes that tell no lies. Veins in my hands, widened knuckles, Grateful these hands have held my babies. I am not young. Reflections of the past, moments that didn't last. I love life. I love to be loved, and I love to love. The looking glass does not share the truth. 
I smile often. People tell me I'm the happiest person on earth. Imagine if only they knew the depths I have reached to discover despair. I am a fighter, a tenacious warrior, a woman of triumph. Life can no longer control me and I drive my destiny. Only those who travel my journey in spirit can fully understand. My cards were dealt before I placed my bet. I remember the pain of losses as after the many goodbyes. Yes, plural, loss comes in many forms. I've worn the suit of black more often than many and life is short. Tomorrow may not come. Today is here. Click, click. Down one then up. Foot taps on the gear selector from neutral to first gear and back to neutral. Tighten the straps on my black leather gloves. Fasten the snaps on my riding coat collar. Protected in safety gear from head to toe. Courageous as an eagle as it soars above. Back to first gear signal and on my way. An ounce of nervous followed by a ton of relief. I was not too old to learn despite what I thought. Being a woman was not a hindrance as I mistakenly imagined. Walking into a small motorcycle shop off the beaten path, sitting on the little black bike like it was mine from the start. What if I can't learn it? What if I fail? What if I travel as slow as a snail? Will the man in the store laugh at me? Is it possible he'll take me seriously? Stepping outside, the box was new to me. I was great at being a working mum, cinnamon buns and chocolate chip cookies, weekend cleaning, dog walking dinners ready, work on Monday at 8am and repeat. Unplanned changes and new beginnings. When life offers sour at sugar, sus comes an attitude of gratitude. Key turns, clutch in, ignition, purring of the engine of my little red rebel. This mama's clutch is not a purse, and I'm not as fast as the big guys on the road. There is no race to the finish line. My ponytail beats my shoulders in the wind. Pink stripes on my jacket, lipstick in my pocket. Mirrors remind me to look back only for a moment. Throttle opens, the road ahead is clear. Helmet hides the biggest smile. This is me. find it interesting how I've always felt such a connection to the poetry of Robert W. Service. Now here it is. I'm a former Yukon girl. Absolutely. I was born and raised there and lived there for over 40 years. And uh, now here I am living on beautiful Vancouver Island. So I guess I'm a bit of an island girl who's always going to be a Klondiker at heart. Now in the meantime, you take a look at this book here that I have by Robert W. Service. Now Robert W. Service also spent a lot of time up in the Yukon as well as time right in Victoria on Vancouver Island. So that for me is actually pretty fascinating. You know, I think it's neat that he spent time in both of those places. And I really didn't know about his Victoria connection until I moved to the island. It's kind of neat. I'm a little forgetful in my mid-50s. However, if you were to ask me if I can still remember some of the poetry that I memorized back in seventh grade, it's amazing how that can still stay with you. I mean, I was 12 years old when I was memorizing that. Yeah, that's a long time ago. <laughs> and uh, here we go. Let's just see what I can remember. Hmm, The Cremation of Sam McGee by Robert W. Service. There are strange things done in the midnight sun by the men who moil for gold. The Arctic trails have their secret tales that would make your blood run cold. 
The northern lights have seen queer sights, but the queerest they ever did see was that night on the marge of Lake LaBarge, I cremated Sam McGee. But that's just a little part of it, and I certainly encourage you, if you haven't ever really paid attention to Robert Service poetry, have a look at it. It's intriguing, it's unique, you can find a lot of it online. As a matter of fact, I think there's actually a ballad out there that was recorded by Johnny Cash. <laughs> Definitely worth having a listen to, it's unique. Now I consider myself a little bit of a closet writer. Well, at least I am when it comes to doing poetry. In fact, it's only in the last couple of years that I felt a little more comfortable emerging and sharing some of the poetry that I've written. And I did do some poetry on one of my podcasts on my pink t-shirt episode. I actually shared some poetry on there that I had written one Saturday morning. I was just thinking about bullying and uh, the topic kind of created a side of me that wanted to write about it. So I wrote a little poem in about 10 minutes that morning and decided to share it on my podcast. I have so much writing that's sitting here in my computer that I've started, half finished, or have just never shared. I have a little trip down memory lane here and I found this book and it's poetry from 1978 to 1979. Looks like this was for my seventh grade class. So I got a few friends here on Facebook. I'm just going top of my mind here. I've got Chris G, I've got Wayne, I've got Marilyn, I've got Pam, I've got Elaine, I've got Barb D. Um, I'm not sure if there's anyone else I would have missed here, but um, I think everybody has some poetry in these books that I found. So just send me your email address and I'll be happy to scan the book and send it to you if I've mentioned your name just now. And I'm going to read a couple poems that I found in here that I had written. Hmm, what was my creative side like when I was 12 years old? I think I'm going to have to start with putting on my glasses because I can't see it to be able to read it. And I found one here. Oh, this is very short. That's a short poem. It just says, Birth, a tiny life in a brand new world. Hmm, that was very creative. Well, what else did I write in that time? Oh, I found another one here. And here it is. It says, The flame burned on, its warmth heating, its light glowing. It stopped only to flicker, yet it went on getting bigger with time. The flame was friendship. And that was written by me. Hmm, a little bit of writing at 12 years old. What else did I write when I was 12? Hope, pain, energy drain, work, run, almost done, enter third without a word. <laughs> I must have been writing after a race or something. I'm not sure what that was all about. And then I found this other book. This is from our elementary school years as well, too. And same thing, a lot of my elementary school friends, I probably have stuff you've written in here, happy to share. So this was in the actual uh, Yukon Art Society Just Hatched book. And I found a poem in there that I'd written when I was in grade 7, age 12. And here it is. White hair, wrinkled skin, cane in hand, grasping for rails to help him stand. Aches and pains and he's soon going to die. And no one visits him, I wonder why. Brown hair, Avon skin, tries so hard to live. Lively jolly, her life just won't give. She has a family and people to care, and also Grecian formula in her hair. Hmm, <laughs> that was kind of a different poem that I wrote. Yep, the things you write when you're a kid. I remember having another poem that I wrote, and I actually remember it. I think it was probably from around grade five or six as well. And uh, it went like this. I think I wrote, um, I see a little girl or two walking through the flowers. 
Against the curly-haired child's height, they seem like dozens of towers. She pulls a Snoopy by a string and cuddles an old rag doll. She starts to laugh, skip and sing, then sits down by the wall. Her mother comes and picks her up and ties her undone shoe. The little girl I wrote about was me when I was two. <laughs> yeah, I remember that one and I'm pretty sure I wrote that one thinking about my mum. I used to joke around in my younger days and say that my best writing happened after a glass of wine. <laughs> and I haven't had alcohol in well over a year now, so perhaps my writing isn't getting very good anymore. I'm not sure. But, I, you know, it's actually kind of fun. If you ever sit down and think, I'm going to try to write a poem on the spot. Give me a subject and I'll try to write about it. For the most part, I can usually do it. So I'm going to try to do some poetry and just shoot it straight from the hip. What the heck here? Let's have a little bit of fun on this podcast. It's not all about the perfect recreated poems that you wrote in a time when you were pondering about the world during dark times. you got to have a little bit of fun with your poetry as well. So let's end this on a funny note. Let's see what I can come up with for some shooting from the hip poetry. What am I going to write about? Okay, I'm writing about my dog. Okay, let me see here. I have a dog. He's really cute kind of stinks when he lets out a toot. (laughs) Okay, no, that's not a very nice poem. I'm going to try again. Hmm. I have a dog. He's by my side. My love for him is far and wide. He likes to ride in the truck and go to the park and watch the duck. I think I'm going to end that poem on that note and try doing another one. I'm going to maybe do a poem about the weather. Okay, here we go. Um, It's a sunny day, a great time for a walk. Join a friend and have a talk. Go to the ocean, ride your bike. There's nothing wrong, it's all to like. The sun is shining, the sky is blue. What would I do if I didn't have you? Hold my hand, let's go for a walk. Uh, Take a meander, we can chat and talk. The sky is blue, the day is great. I'm glad to have you, you are my mate. (laughs) There you go, maybe that was a poem for smarty pants. Let me try if I can try one more poem. I'm just trying to think of any topic out of the blue. Let me try maybe a poem about cooking. (laughs) Not a very good cook, but let me see what we can get. Okay, here we go. There once was a man, he was a cook. His food was so great, I had to look. The dish was great, the sauce was yummy. It filled my heart and warmed my tummy. (laughs) Maybe that one's for Phil, Phil the cook out there. (laughs) It's good, life is great. Dinner's ready, don't be late. Life is fine, life is funny. The world is great when you view it sunny. And to end this podcast, why don't I create just one more poem? I'm going to see what I can come up with while I'm recording. And I'm going to dedicate this one to Smarty Pants. I love you, Smarty Pants. Roses are red, violets are blue. My life is better because of you. Our days are fun, our days are great. We never watch to see if it's late. Lots of chatting, plenty to do. It's always more fun because of you. You make me laugh, you make me smile. Let's spend more time, let's spend a while. I hope you have a wonderful day and know I love you in every way. There you go. That was my poem written on the spot for Smarty Pants. Sorry, not super creative, but it did rhyme. 
Well, I think it's time to just about wrap it up, but just a quick reminder to everybody, if you have that urge to write, never hesitate to get on the keyboard or pick up a pen and paper. Writing is a great thing. It's a great way for relieving tension. It's great for uh, putting your creativity out there. And don't be afraid to share it with somebody that you love. Sometimes we're afraid to do those things because we're afraid someone's gonna laugh at us. And don't be afraid of that. If somebody truly loves you, they'll appreciate your talent, no matter what form it comes in. And on that note, just a reminder that if you have a chance, I definitely recommend listening to a little bit of Robert's service because he truly was an accomplished poet. Have a great week, everybody. And remember, when you head out there, that smiles come in all languages and in all colors. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to click like and share it so others can enjoy it also. Join the Lindy's Audio Cafe podcast group for updates. Oh, and positive reviews are always welcome as well. (laughs) Check the show notes for updated links. Thanks again for listening. Have a great day.